Hey everyone, welcome to H2OMG's special Drippy's Drive-In edition, where we talk about movies and water. <coughs> so yeah, so this is going to be an ongoing series where we talk about uh, water in movies, and today we're talking about Batman Begins, a movie that's just filled with water. Wouldn't you agree, Jillian? You're being very quiet. I would agree. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I was introduced yet or if I was, if you were ready okay. for me to jump in. That's all yes. good. Yeah, Batman Begins. Batman Begins, and this was your idea. Woo! Well, I just say that. it's a it's a great movie. It's got great references to water. I think you'll find it's fun. I may have some um, references that are kind of out there, but we're just going to go with it, right? We're going to go with it. Um, I think I know what she's talking about, and uh, I'll bring that up when the time comes. Okay. Um, Ready for it. So this is... <laughs> If anybody doesn't know, this is Jillian's last episode of H2OMG. Yeah, my farewell farewell podcast. So I'm giving her a little leeway uh, <laughs> in what she brings up because I know what she's talking about. Yep. Um, how many episodes have you done? Of the I think three, maybe three. You did Native, Native plants. plants. Yeah. And then um, the movie, the Halloween movie. Halloween movie, yeah. yeah. Okay, and yeah. Then, and then the up. And then an upcoming episode. Okay, so... Um, so you just you watched this movie yes. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I've seen it like probably like maybe I don't know, 35 times. Good lord. Yeah, I've I watched movies over and over and over. I do too, but not this one. That well, right. Okay. I I don't know why I like this one, but I do. And when I found I the connections What? I don't know why either. I don't know. Well, I don't know when I found the connections to water, I was like this is amazing. Yeah. And then I had to watch it like 10 more times. It does it. have the most oh, spoiler alert you know, it does have the 14-year-old movie here. But yeah, I know. It does have the Holds most up. water um, villain plot that I can recall of any Seriously, movie. Seriously, except so, for know. a new one that that um, I just noticed the other day. And the Which villain one? is going to take out an irrigation system. I told you about it. It's oh, Mission yeah. Impossible Fallout <laughs> <Okay>. also. <laughs> I didn't say Maybe that my we'll, movies taste as good. You know it's what? not at all. Maybe but. this won't be your last episode. Maybe we'll give you a call and <laughs> you can, you can talk about Mission Impossible yes. Fallout. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you haven't seen the last of Jillian or heard. But the the villain in that one is it's water related villainy yeah. going on. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And is the villain like attacking a golf course? No, no, it's about? a major, it's a major irrigation system in, I think Kyrgyzstan, maybe, I don't know, in, in this valley that supplies like China, India, all of these, Pakistan, all of these different areas. We, you know, what's funny is this episode is not even about that, but yeah, we're, I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> it is. Okay, good. Um, I was going to say, because we, cause we're getting way far down the line onto that, this topic, and I could talk probably for another 30 minutes about that. But um, anyway, it's an irrigation system. He's going to take it out, and then, like, all of the agriculture in that area is going to dry up because they're taking out this irrigation system with a bomb. With plutonium bombs. Wow. Anyway, cut that out. Let's, yeah, I will. And well, really do cut it out. Though, I really am going to because you're going to cut stuff out and then I know, you don't. But that and doesn't have anything to do with this episode. So no, I'm it doesn't. It yeah. I am going to cut that out. Okay, good. We're only four minutes in. We've already, we're cutting out half of it. Um, okay. I did the dumb intro in a Batman voice. Yep. Um, Check. Okay. So I want, I want everybody to know that we watch these movies on our own time. Yeah. We're not sitting here at work no. watching movies. Okay. No. Huh? I we this, don't get paid for that. No. I watched this last night. Okay. At home. And I had to pay for it on Amazon Prime because it's not available anywhere else. 
And while I was making brownies for Jillian's going away party, which we yes. just had a minute ago. Yes, which were wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I just now noticed that they had little bats on them because they were in cupcake landings <gasps> from Halloween. They did. So, oh, perfect. That's, That's awesome. Um, so this movie was released in 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. We have a runtime of 140 minutes. Yep. Okay. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Okay. Is this your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? <laughs> It's not mine, but it is a good one. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another Christopher Nolan movie. You want to hear the, mine? The Prestige is that a good one? okay? I Inception like that one. is oh. actually my favorite. Okay. But anyway, but is the Prestige think, Christopher I, Nolan? I think it is. I don't. I don't. Don't know. look it up. Oh, don't look it up. Well, I feel like I. I feel like it is. I think but, it is. Um, but I love that movie too. That's he, a good one. Uh, he likes long movies, boy. Yes. Yeah. This was, was this one this too long, long for you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ugh, I felt like it was fast paced. I was like hooked the whole time. Let's talk about. I don't know. I don't know how much of my personal opinion I want to put in this, but That's I would okay. have felt I've the got, exact opposite as you. I've and got personal you. opinions for the both of us. So about this movie. So <laughs> I'm know. not judging you. If I you can judge, you can no, judge no, 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 me. No, no. I, I do not take offense to it because I know that personal, you know, like personal preference is personal preference. Yeah. It's not like, you know, indicative of my character or anything but because yeah. I like bad movies. But yeah, I, do I don't like, want people to think that because I don't like Batman Begins that I think they're bad people or that I think they have bad taste in movie. Whatever. I, I just don't Thank I you. Just don't like it. Thank you for so, not judging me. No, no, I'm not I'm not judging anybody. If you like this movie, that's that's your that's up to you. Um that's your thing. I don't like this movie. I don't like. Just let's just be honest. I don't like any Batman movies at all. I don't like. Why any don't you of them. like them? You. I just don't. You, I don't know. Yeah, it's just not your thing. I don't know. I don't like Batman as a um, hero because I feel like he's just a. I don't know, and maybe this is going too far into personal opinion, but he's just basically a rich guy with a bunch of gadgets mm-hmm. and a complex. Yeah. So I feel like as superheroes go, he's kind of like. Like really, only a superhero. Yeah, but he is. He is a superhero, and I like it. And I like this movie. But yeah. Well, I used to love reading Batman comics when I was a kid. Um, so when is it? So in Batman comic land, is uh-huh. this set in the twenties and the forties? When when is Batman a kid? Oh, I can't I remember. And I and I read yeah. a few different things. It was like, oh, you're set in the twenties, and then and then yeah. It was in the 40s, so are we going with 40s? I hope we don't have any real comic book nerds listening to this. I, I don't want to get jumped on. No. But I, th- well, I think it's in the Batman 40s. Originally, because when he goes in, it everything is set kind of like it looks like he is in the 40s when he's young. I don't know. In this movie? Yeah. Or do you not no, feel like, like you feel trains. like 80s? There were trains in the 40s. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But yeah, if you're asking about the comics, I think that Batman originally came out in the 30s. Yeah. So when he was a kid and his parents were shot, yeah. It would have been during World War One, One. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Makes um, sense. If you know if you know the answer, don't don't bother correcting me. Um <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about the actors. Yes. Okay. Gary Oldman, Kate Holmes, Michael Cayenne. Morgan Freeman, Christian Beale, and Rutger Hauer. Um, so lots of big names. Yes. What's your favorite Gary Oldman movie? 
He's in everything. I mean, As I the can't. Fifth Element. I can't, Fifth Element is, but it's not my favorite. He's also Sirius Black in Harry mm. Potter. So, I mean, I feel like I have to say that's my favorite because that might be my favorite. Okay. Series. Um, also, Riker Howard just passed away. So I know, I know. Um, Long live. This is a nice Howard. surprise to see him uh, as a, yes. as a bad guy in this. Yes, movie. he's he's perfect. He's great. Yeah. Um, Another, um, you know, Blade Runner reference. Mm-hmm. I feel like every episode yep. you have a Blade Runner ever re- yep. reference. We do talk about Blade Runner a lot. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into your things? My things. Yeah, she's yeah. got. Uh, so I've got a synopsis, but I also I've got pictures. I've got some stuff oh, that needs wow. to be talked about. Um, but yeah, I think it's actually four the and a pi- half. Pages. She has two separate piles of notes. I do. So I hope you're but, on a long drive. So, just get ready for a long one. Yeah, everybody. It's going to be a long, a long, okay. uh, a long episode. She's got so. Batman Begins at the top. Yeah. Few questions. When is it set? The twenties, forty. Oh, I could, yeah. Yeah. I think this is just set. And then in directed modern, modern by, times. and then the actors, and then the synopsis. So if you want me to just jump into the synopsis, I will happily do that. But there is, I'm just going to tell you, three-fourths of this page is not actually about Batman. It's about the reference to Batman. Okay. So. Oh, God. Um, you want to give us a little synopsis yeah. of the movie? Well, yeah. Because I'll tell you, I kind of zoned out there at the end. At the end? Yeah, okay. Which is the only part about water. Okay. So I will... No, there's tons of references to water. All throughout it, all throughout it, there's tons of references. So even in the first scene, so as a child, we see we see Bruce Wayne. He's running around his Wayne Manor, which uh-huh. is actually a real place called Mintmore Towers in England, where they also filmed Mummy and Mummy Begin Mummy Begins, Mummy Returns, which is my two of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm not joking. I love those movies. Wait, the, the um Brendan Fraser movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it's, I think they're great. Um, I've probably seen those like five times. Um, but Bruce Wayne falls down a dry well, and he's attacked. Well, he's not attacked by a swarm of bats because bats don't attack, but um, they don't. They're not like aggressive as a species. But he falls down a dry well, and he develops this fear of bats called chiropterophobia which is a good, a wow. great fun word to say. Do they say that in the movie? No, they don't. Right. No, I just looked that up. Okay. Um, but I'm kind of disappointed in the Waynes for not properly plugging their water well because it's a big water well that he falls down, and yeah. there's just some old boards on it. And according to Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation and also the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, you have to plug your well in accordance with their standards. So if you don't, you can lead to groundwater contamination. It could be a breeding ground for disease, and it can also be a major hazard like it is to baby Batman. Yeah. So you have to plug your well according to the regulations. In order to plug your well, you don't just, like, put rocks down it, but you put, like, cement <laughs> you don't have to stop. Sorry. I mute my own microphone got, so that I, I know I just got distracted. I'm sorry. I'm very I've, distractible. Yeah, with these backwards. Yeah, that's what ah, I thought. I was it. like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I like, thought this was mine. I, I was like, I just went mute, which sorry. is fine. No, no, no. You're good. Just go, just go back to the Texas Department of Licensing. What you're so? Oh, how do you but, how do you properly so, seal up a well? Well, the thing is is in this if they had properly plugged their well it's an open bore well if they properly maintained it or plugged it then we wouldn't have batman 
So that's a water reference right off the bat. And you were saying there's not one until the very end. But th- that's a water reference right up in the front. Yeah, they front load this movie with a couple mm-hmm. of water references. And there's about two hours of talking. And then uh, there's a couple minutes of, of water stuff at the end. I, I, re- yeah. I respectfully disagree. But um, that's what we're here to talk about. So, <laughs> so. Anyway, so you don't want any people running around falling down wells mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's that's yeah. bad. He's lucky he only broke his arm. Right. And we also see a whole bunch of bats at this point. And did you know that bats drink water while they're flying? So it's hard to catch a bat drinking water. It, it They catch it like they, they fly because they, they're like afraid of the predators. And so they go, they dip down and like get a drink of water or oh. they get they get water from nectar or from insects. Okay. So it's really hard to see a bat drinking water. I thought that was okay. an interesting factoid. Also about bats, because we see the bats swarm at this point. They're mm-hmm. like going up the well and oh, yeah. he thinks they're attacking him. But yeah. in reality, bats don't really attack people. Um, people are just afraid of him. But yeah. a few fun facts about bats. Let's go. They are the only flying mammals. Yeah, okay. They are, they are the reason that we have both chewing gum and tequila. Without bats, we wouldn't have tequila because they're, yeah, they're poll- they pollinate the agave plant. Oh. Um, after humans, they are the mammals that have the largest colonies. So, hmm. you know, humans congregate in huge, you know, groups, yeah. and so do bats. And do you know where the biggest colony of bats is? Uh, Brazil. No, Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in Bracken Cave. Oh, and there's 15 million bats. 15 million. 15 million in that. So it's like the population of New York City of of Los Angeles. Yes, yeah, the the Gotham City of bats. Okay. Also, um, bat guano is responsible for a multi-million-dollar fertilizer industry Mm -hmm. and bioremediation for chemical contamination, which is pretty cool. And also, they have belly buttons. So, I mean, lots of reasons to love bats and why you shouldn't be, you know, scared of them. Although we know that his is a phobia and it's not a real rational. But I learned, I wanted to show you, I learned all of these facts from a guy, a chiroptologist named Merlin Tuttle. And he is like, look at him. Look at how he looks at these bats. Get somebody to look at you the way that Merlin Tuttle looks at bats. Like, look at this. He is just so happy to see these bats. He loves these bats. And Merlin Tuttle actually has a um, bat conservatory, um, and he's online, um, and you should just look him up. Merlin Tuttle, I think it's like merlintuttle.org or something, but it's wonderful. But look at it. He's just, he's feeding these bats. He's loving these bats. You know, he's he's the reason that we have bat boxes. Wow. So I'm definitely going to look into po- it. Uh, post this so our listeners can see Merlin yes. Tuttle. Yeah, he's just he's a, a a wonderful resource on bat nature. The Mr. And Rogers of bats. He really right is. There. And he's so happy to see those bats. So, anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> look up Merlin Tuttle and find out more about bats, but anyway, back to the um, what we're here to talk about, the the synopsis. So Baby Batman goes to see this play with his parents, and it's act- the play is actually Mark of Zorro. I didn't know this, but that's that's the play that he's going to see. And there's this scene where the the bats are like, you know, like it, it looks like there's bats coming down from the ceiling and it scares him. Hang on. Yeah. The in Batman Begins? Mm-hmm. The play no, that he's going to see. I thought see. it was like an opera. It is, it's a play. Called the Mark of Zorro. Mark of Zorro. Okay. 
which is, I guess, Zorro, Zorro, Zorro is, like, in a whole bunch of the comics as, like, his, so he wears the mask. Is this a real like Batman. opera? Yeah, real I don't life? know. Okay. I think it's made up. Oh, you saw this on the that's marquee just, or something? Yeah, that's just, oh, no, okay. it's not on the marquee. It's just. How do you, wait, how did you find out? Because I looked it up. Because I wanted to know, because I've always thought, like, what play is this where these bats are hanging down? And then I looked it up and it says Mark of Zorro. Okay. Huh. Um, which is also, it influences Batman later because he kind of dresses with the mask, you know, and he does the whole, you know, yeah, persona. Okay. Huh. Um, and you know how Batman has a sword and he. Um, <laughs> well, he's got lots of. Z's into things. Lots of gadgets. Anyway. Anyway, well, he, he's in a cave. Zorro's in, his base is in a cave. Okay. Anyway. What was Zorro's sidekick? Anyway. I don't, did, I did he big, have his, a sidekick? I was a big Zorro head. He had a sidekick? Yeah. I just I know his, name. wasn't his horse named Lightning or something? Anyway. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know either. So anyway, on the way to the play, they ride the train, and we see that the train is leading towards Wayne Tower. And Zorro's a rich guy. Who secretly exactly. goes out? Exactly, he's okay. got a dual personality. He has to play the like you know, like the the you know, st stupid rich guy, you know, and then you know, like he's like kind of not a nice guy. Like he's kind of just like a womanizer, and like you know, and Batman is yeah. the same way. Yeah. So, um, hang on, I'm having a an a revelation that hang this, on. this is what happens to I me when I watch when these movies. Was Zorro? Yeah, which came first, Mark the chicken or the egg? Mark of Zorro. Zorro or Batman? Oh, Batman came first. Right. Batman came first? No, I mean Zorro came first. Zorro came first, yeah. Makes Zorro, sense. Zorro was created in 1919. Right, yeah, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Batman created? 20s? Batman was created in 39. 39. So 30 Man, that yeah. was a long time ago. I just thought. Um, right. They were, con maybe they were contemporaries Connected. and maybe, yeah. anyway, okay. Well, yeah. he could have been influenced by, the creator of Batman was probably influenced by that. Bob Kane. Bob Kane? That's all I know. <laughs> I, that's all I know. Michael Kane's grandpa? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're, they're on the train and it's leading to Wayne Tower and it is engineered to lead back to the center of the city. Now, I'm going to pull up a fact here. Because you're probably not going to have anything to, to contribute to this part because it's because it's kind of a, a stretch. But I'll go ahead and, and tell the, the listener that as the Wayne Tower is the center of the city, one of the most water-related references to this Wait. is in ancient Rome at the Fountain of Trevi. And the fountain is at the junction of three roads marking the terminal point of the Aqua Virgo, which is one of the aqueducts that supplied water to ancient Rome for 400 years. Imagine if you had a water department that had been around for 400 years. That's pretty awesome. And there's this famous statue at the Trevi of Oceanus, or the god of the ocean, where he's standing in a clamshell chariot pulled by hippocamps which is like a sea creature, and it has the upper body of a horse and the lower body of a fish, in this fountain is in numerous famous films like Roman Holiday, and I myself might have been there and thrown a coin into the fountain and wished for world peace. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and did it come true? No, it didn't, <laughs> but I still did it. Um, but anyway, Oceanus is on this clamshell, mm. and we know that clams produce pearls. And what did baby Batman's father 
give his mother <gasps> the night of their death. A string of pearls. String of pearls. Oh. And pearls are actually also said in ancient uh, mythology, they are the tears of Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, so they're that. like tears of joy. Oh, you did. good. Anyway, no. <laughs> so that, that was my reference to water um, after they see the play. And then we see Batman raised by Alfred Pennyworth, and there's like a progression. Um, who Alfred is a British intelligence officer. I did not know this. In the comics, he is like, he was in the intelligence army or whatever. Oh, during World War II? Yeah, I thought that was cool. Okay. Um, um, I just want to say that this whole movie is just British people pretending to be American. It well, All the main I think, people are British. Yeah, I think that um, that's very true. Alfred stays British. He's really yeah. British. Morgan real, Freeman isn't British. Uh, Christian Bale is. Is Ruger Howard British? No, he's American. Um, uh, but the other guy, Gary Oldman, he's British. Katie Katie Holmes isn't British. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're you're proving my point. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, so over time, we see Bruce. He grows up. We see the trial for Joe Chill. And during this time, we see a lot of guns thrown around. There's actually a reference to water in this gun, you know, scenario. Actually, I don't know if it's a reference to water, but it's a reference back to bats. Um, but Bruce Wayne has a gun he was going to use on Joe Chill. Oh, yeah, yeah. The lady ends up shooting Joe Chill after the trial with a gun. Falcone points one at Bruce in the restaurant. And there's a lot of guns. Well, we know that that Batman doesn't use guns. Like, that's one of his infamous things. Yeah. I just want to say, um, Tom Wilkinson. Yes. Who plays Carmine Love Falcone. Him. Yes. Which is the dumbest mobster <laughs> name I've ever heard. And he Why does a terrible, he does a terrible Italian. Uh, oh, yeah. It's an awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But but good job, Tom Wilkinson on, on Wilkerson, on... You know, Wilkinson. Wilkinson? Is it yeah. Wilkinson? Okay. Well, I think he's a good, I think he's, he does a good job. No, he's, um, look, he's great. He's great in The Full Monty. It's one of my favorite movies. But do you know what would be impossible without bats? Guns. I was going to guess. Guns would be impossible without bats because, mm-hmm. because gunpowder is uh-huh. made from bat guano or bat poop. It has it has a high concentration of saltpeter in it uh-huh. or potassium nitrate, yeah. and it it it's what causes the explosion in guns. So we wouldn't have guns without bats. Are you saying that? And Batman is notorious for not using guns, so I think that's interesting that bats make guns possible, and he <clears throat> notoriously doesn't use them. Sorry. Are you saying that modern gunpowder still uses bat? It uses saltpeter, which is can be found in bat guano. So it's one of the main oh, okay. uses is, okay. for. Yeah, there's okay. probably other other sources for it now. Anyway, <laughs> Look, you, I anyway, want, I don't want to make any gun nerds angry either. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You can don't, get that out. Don't write to me. No, um, I'm going to keep that in. But don't write to me if you're a comic book nerd or a gun nerd. I don't want to hear it. Well, anyway, we see him throw his gun away, and he runs off. To get onto a boat, and the boat's name is the Capricorn, which I think is interesting. And I tried to look it up because Batman is not a Capricorn. And I tried to look it up, and I found this really, like, you know, like this is a very official stance on what superheroes characters are. And Batman is listed as a Capricorn. Crazy. 
He's not a Capricorn, though, I don't think. I think he's born on May 27th. So he's a Gemini. But... Aries. Which is a two-faced. Gemini's are two-faced. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, he's got but, that, that villain yeah, named two, yeah. the two-faced man. Right. Um, Aries is the Hulk. Uh, Taurus is Spider-Man. Gemini is the Joker. Mm-hmm. Cancer is Superman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It's they like spell, yeah, they it's did, two they separate words. words. Yeah, that's why I Superman. know this is official. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, Leo is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virgo is Thor. Mm-hmm. Libra is a cat woman. Which is great because I'm a Libra and I like cats. So I know this is official because it aligns with my beliefs on um, cat woman. I am a Virgo, so I'm a Thor. Mm. Uh, you do have a beard, a nice I beard. Do beard. Thank you. You've got a Thor-like Thank beard. Thank you. You're welcome. Scorpio is Deadpool. Sagittarius see that. is the Flash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They spelled Sagittarius wrong. Doesn't it have one T? Doesn't it have two T's? That doesn't it look right. It has two T's. Does it? Okay. Yeah, I think it does. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that this is like a, the authority on yeah. well, horoscopes. I mean, it's so scientific, too. Uh, horoscopes yes. in general are so right. scientific yeah. and, and accurate. Mean, um, <laughs> uh, Capricorn. Oh, you said Capricorn is a Batman. Mm-hmm. But the boat Batman. that he gets on is the Capricorn, and I thought that was interesting. And Aquarius is the Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And which is cool. And Pisces is Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So lots of water related signs, but a Capricorn I think is in the water sign. Anyway. What is a Capricorn? Um it is a uh is what's the horn of plenty? Oh yeah. The, okay. Like a yeah, like a Capricorn. Like a cornucopia. Yeah, cornucopia. Okay. I, okay. I don't know if that's the same thing, but well, that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to fact check that. Yeah, um, fact check um, horoscopes yes. in general. So he then spends the next seven years traveling the world, training in combat. He immerses himself in the criminal underworld. Yeah, and by by traveling the world, you mean mostly in that one place. Mostly in China. Are they in China? I think because so. I had the captions on, and it said they were speaking Urdu. Urdu. Is oh that, yeah. That's so like Mongolian. Yeah. Right? So like um yeah, I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, right. In the Middle East. And he ends up in Bhutan, which is near Tibet. And in Bhutan he is recruited by Raz al Ghul while he's in that um prison into the League of Shadows. Did you find out what uh, Urdu it's all, it's confusing. is? Yeah. Anyway, so the League of Shadows is this like ninja crime fighting organization. Mm-hmm. And he recruits him by picking a flower, which is native to the region of Tibet. Now, I looked it up because I was like, is this a real flower? Like a real hallucinogenic flower? I, I just think that would be cool. And it's not a real flower, but it's a mix between the blue thistle and the blue anemone, which is called a double, a blue double bloomed, blue double bloomed poppy. Sorry, I had to say that right. And it's a fictional hallucinogenic flower that's native to Tibet. Interesting. Now, fun fact about anemones. Did you also know that they are also the tears of Aphrodite? So when Aphrodite, so we've got two references to the tears of Aphrodite in this movie, which is crazy. Um, And her tears, which is water-related. So that's another water-related reference. 
you know, hearkening back to ancient Rome. But the anemone flower is said to have sprung from the tears of Aphrodite when um, Adonis is killed by a wild boar. And everywhere that the wild boar's blood and her tears fell, that's where an anemone would spring up. Um, so I think that there's, and I've always, I, I thought this was crazy when I looked this up, that there's that connection between the pearls and the tears of sadness from the anemone. So does that mean that Batman had to endure pain to bring about joy of peace for the people of Gotham. You have the tears of sadness and you have the tears of joy. Mm. Kind of a cool connection. Wow. Anyway, thought that was fun. Second page of my notes. That was just one page. <laughs> so the Where look, are, so we're 10 minutes into the movie. I'm sorry. So the, <laughs> yeah, barely even into the movie. No, the location where they shot these scenes like in um, Tibet was actually in Iceland. It wasn't in Tibet and it was oh. at a glacier that cover, covers 8% of the country. Cause you know, you see those cool scenes of like the, the big, you know, iceberg and everything. Yeah. And they fight on the ice. And this is where they also shot game of Thrones. I didn't oh, know that. Cool. Um, um, just yeah. hang on one thing, yeah. one in thing in my notes. Yeah. Um, jump in. So I just want to give a shout out to Michelle who's yay right now pointing a wand at something in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. As yay. we speak, yay. uh, it's talking about game of Thrones, Jack Gleason, who plays Joffrey Baratheon. Yes. Uh, and Michelle's a big game of Thrones fan. That's why I'm mm -hmm. giving a shout out to Michelle. Mm -hmm. Um, he is billed in this movie as little boy. Yes. He's the kid who sees Batman on the stairs of yes. his a fire escape. Mm -hmm. And he's sad because he sees Batman and his friends won't believe his him. His friends make fun of him because, yeah, he says he's Bat Batman's yeah. real and they mm -hmm. don't believe him. Yeah. So Batman tosses him like a hand grenade or something yeah. to no. show him. It's, a, it's like a thing it, that he can look through while it's x-ray vision. He hands him his x-ray vision glasses. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I no, think it's, it's X-ray. It, no, it's, it's X-ray. He was just looking through the wall to see the teddy bear, the shipment of teddy bears, and that's what. That's what. That's and then he gives him his his glasses, his X-ray glasses. Wow, I really zoned anyway, out. I don't remember a shipment of teddy it, bears at all. Yeah, that's how they smuggled the the drugs in. We're we're gonna get there though. We're gonna get there. Can, can I just be honest? I was playing um, the new Pokemon game on my, on my Switch. During most of this, while we're while we're talking, right while now? no, not while we're talking, you can see my hands. While I was watching I don't know. this movie Maybe. last night, yeah, yeah. So, well, I've I like it, so I usually pay attention to it. It's okay if you don't. What was the teddy bear shipment? <laughs> well, it's not to that point in the synopsis. Okay, sorry, yet, go, but, go ahead. but sorry. It, the teddy bear shipment is no, no, just okay. It's, yeah. well, I'll bring that back up later. Yeah, so, please. this glacier that's in. Um, Iceland is called Vatna Jökull, and it is um, by far the largest glacier in Iceland and the largest glacier mass in all of um, Europe. And overall, glaciers on Earth store approximately 70% of the world's fresh water, and we have less than 1% of that that's accessible, um, which is why we should take every effort to conserve water. But um, Vatna Jökull is a uh, 5,500 square miles of glacier, which equals approximately 3,300 cubic kilometers of ice. So that's a lot of fresh water. Imagine if you were purchasing all of that water from the Fort Worth Water Department. That would be a very, very, you know, big bill. It would yeah. be a lot of water. So um, as it goes, it holds a lot of the fresh water on the planet, and we need to conserve it. Anyway. Can I just say yeah. one more thing? This yeah. is like 
all my notes are from pretty early on. Yeah. Because then I started playing Pokemon, like right. I said. Right, right, right. Um, so when they're fighting, him and Liam Neeson are fighting on the ice. Yes. Another British man. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he falls in, Christian Bale falls in the ice. Is Liam Neeson and British? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, he falls in the water, falls in the ice water. Yes. And then it shows them around a fire. Yes. And he's like, Rubbing his he's arms. Like a blanket. Yeah. yeah. But he still has his wet clothes on. Yeah. If you fall in icy water, the first thing you have to do when you get out is take off all of the wet clothes. Right. Yes. Because you'll get yeah. hypothermia. Right. And um, I don't know if you um, have seen the movie Little Women, but at one point, I have, Christian actually, Bale. I saw it in theaters. Christian Bale. I did too. That was one of my first movies that I saw. Like, I mean, like that I remember going to see and sit down in the theater. I mean, and we Christian went- Bale was in it. And and oh, yeah. and <laughs> Joe is helping her little sister Amy falls in the water and they and does he jump Christian in his- Bale he doesn't jump in and save it but he they pull her out of the fallen ice or like out of the ice hole two movies the- with Christian, Christian Bale, Bale where they fall in the ice yes what are the odds I don't know it's crazy. anyway we went to see that at the Alamo Draft House like two years ago so really? and and it's one of Allie's favorite movies they're making mine too the they're making a new one I'm really excited about it with Timothy Chalamet and I'm really I can't I'm, can't wait let me just say a little side note I'm more of a, of an Anne of Green Gables fan me too no I totally women. I totally love them both equally I feel, I feel like, like they're in the same vein. They are, yes. So I have to compare them, and I'm I'm a, a total one hundred percent. Anne of Green Gables, and like, head. Yeah. Did you just read it growing up? Like you just stumbled upon the book, and you were like, oh, "This is a great." I stumbled story. upon the um, Kevin Sullivan made-for-TV movie yes. masterpiece, Anne of Green yes. Gables. Yes. Oh, it is wonderful. Sequel, I watch Anna it every year. Evanly. Yes. So yeah. That's what. That's what. I, and I, I read the books, the, the first book since, but um, I that's how I know I've seen that movie a thousand times. Yeah, it's great. I I agree. Um, so nothing's wrong with Little Women, Allie. Okay, don't. <laughs> They're equally great. I love them both like simultaneously. Although I was very sad when Joe did not end up with Lori because um, I always thought she should. Yeah, and she ends up um, with the professor. Since you're doing all these side notes, I just want to say, yeah, no, no, no. I know you're going to cut most of. I'm going to say, here's a side note for Little Women. Um, Eric Stoltz, yes, who plays who the plays teacher the professor. guy. Yes, what well, maybe you know this? He was the original Marty McFly in Back to the Future, <gasps> and no. they filmed a really? lot of the movie with him as Marty McFly. Are you kidding me? And he is awful. And they knew. Wait, that. you've seen it? Oh, I've seen clips. Oh my gosh, I did not know this. You, it changes the whole tone, and then they oh my gosh. they got rid of him, and they got thank goodness. Michael J. Fox. Right. Who, who is wonderful. The best. The best Marty, Marty McFly. McFly. Yeah. He was born to play that. Incredible. For sure. That's all I have to say. I did not know that. Yeah. What a wor- what a horrible world <sighs> we would have had if Eric Stoltz had I mean, Marty it McFly. exists out there in some alternate universe. It exists. That scenario does. So anyway. No. So baby Batman, Liam Neeson, they're having a sword fight on the actual glacier. That's pretty cool. Um, but he returns to Gotham intent on fighting crime. And he takes an interest in his family's company, Wayne Enterprises, which has been taken over by the most infamous antagonist of all time, Ruger Hauer. Amazing. And 
Lucius Fox, who is a friend of Bruce's father, allows Bruce access to the prototype defense technologies. And I like this about the movie that they show where all of his little gadgets come from. I think that's cool. Including a protective bodysuit and a heavily armored vehicle, um, which we were talking about earlier today, called the Tumbler, or soon-to-be Batmobile, which can jump, jump rivers. The Tumbler is a dumb name for a car. <laughs> It's not if it's like a tank that can jump over things and like roll over and still be fine. Um, but do you know what the widest river in the world is? Uh, the Ganges. No, the Amazon River. And it's seven miles at wide at its widest point. You can't even see across it. So if the tumbler were to jump over this, it would be just an insane jump. It would be like, you know, evil can evil jump. That's all <laughs> about that. <laughs> I just think that's crazy. Um, but Bruce Wayne creates an alter ego, and then he sets up a base in the caves beneath Wayne Manor, and he takes up the identity of Batman. The Tumblr. So, yes. And fun fact about caves. So the Bat Cave that's used in the underground, that's used as part of this, his, um, his cave, his, like, you know, his lair. It's the real location was at, it's called Henrid Falls in the Brecon Beacons National Park in Wales. And I thought this was um, a set, you know, that oh, they yeah. were filming in, but it's not. It's in this real area that That's has cool. a river. It has an underground river. It's got a cliff. It's got um, three waterfalls. Um, and I just like to say in this moment that um, I retract my favorite water feature that I couldn't think of one in the moment because we were talking about caves. I said caves were my favorite feature, but waterfalls may be my favorite feature and also might be influenced by my favorite water related song by TLC called Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, which is a great video. Also has lots of water in it, lakes, rivers, waterfalls. All the great. Do you have a favorite water-related song? No. Um, Is this off topic? No. Too, uh, off, too off topic. I I asked this to I asked this to the people uh, from the Office of Emergency Management when they came to do an episode about Imagine a Day Without Water. I asked them this this question. Crimea River. Um, uh, Rain King. I really like. Uh, I'm a big Creedence Clearwater I, Revival fan. Oh, yeah. And they have a bunch of songs about rain. Yep. Um, ice, Ice Baby. They have Green River. Yeah. They're, um, they're have, they have water in their name. True. Um, yeah. Uh, Sitting by the Dock of the Bay. These Born are on all, the Bayou. These are all great, great songs. Um, That's a great song. I'll say. Born the Bayou. Um, or Purple Rain. Purple Rain. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it. I'm only happy when it rains. That's my favorite garbage song. <laughs> Not garbage song, but song by garbage. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> cut that out. Um, anyway, so um, Breck and Beacons are actually named after the ancient practice of lighting signal fires whenever yeah. invaders are coming to attack. Like Just in like in Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, I thought cool. that was cool. Okay. Anyway, so the plot really starts to like turn and make more, even more connections to water. And we get towards the end. I think you mean the plot really starts to start. Well, I thought it was going on this whole time. I like all the backstory of like mm. how he got to be Batman and everything. So if, that's, if that's why what you're into. I thought it was fun. 
Um, but we see the shipment of bear. That's how they're smuggling the hallucinogenic stuff into Gotham. Oh, the teddy bears. They, are yeah, they're sending it to Killian Murphy, who plays the back, who plays Scarecrow. He's great. Another British guy. Is oh yeah. Yep. Okay, so I guess we've got like we've got like you know a few more on the British side than on. You're right. You're right. Um, but we also see. A few other things at the same time, like Wayne Corporation also has mysteriously lost this experimental weapon called a microwave emitter, and it can vaporize an enemy's water supply, which I was curious to know if this was like a real thing, but it uses focused microwaves Mm -hmm. and it evaporates the water. Now, like real microwaves evaporate water, the water content in whatever you're microwaving in order to heat it up. That's like how they heat it up. Um, with electromagnetic magnetic radiation. So why um, wouldn't this work? Well, so it's a so it would be like a ton of energy. I think I'm like it would be so much energy to to, to be able to vaporize an entire water supply. Mm-hmm. Like that would be just a ton. I mean, you think about a microwave. It's only, I mean, like microwaving a tiny tiny amount of water or or yeah. product. So I don't know. But fun fact about vaporization. I looked it up. And previously on this podcast, we've talked about freeze drying, which is where you freeze an element beyond its triple point to vaporize water, which is what a microwave emitter does. Um, And it's different than steam. I didn't know that, that vaporizing water is different than steam. But you have to heat it to 1,700 times the standard temperature and pressure, which is, um, and steam is created at 212 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's like not... Not the same thing. And vapor is created above the critical temperature where the liquid and gaseous phases are indistinguishable and the substance is called a supercritical fluid. Did wow. not know that. Me either. So water is fascinating and it's one of the only substances that can exist in three phases at once and obviously can do some pretty cool things. So um, I thought that was a neat side yeah. um, side fact That's about cool. I had no idea. vapors. But the toxins that Scarecrow is smuggling um, are coming in, and they are the most potent when vaporized. And actually, this is like a real technology that they have. Um, And they have these, like, you know, devices where they can really vaporize someone's water supply, but they're, they're not in use, and they're, like, you know, in development. So what you just described... What happens inside of a of a vape pen? Yes. So, and the vape pen stuff, it's like, so it's vapor going into your lungs and it's actually sticking to your lungs, oh, which is what's causing like all a this. Terrible idea. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of, and it's a certain type of oil that they, that's yeah. in the vape pen that causes it to be harmful. Pe- to people your- listening to this in the future, um, back in 2019, we used to <laughs> have these back. giant, Devices called vape pens, mm-hmm. vape vapor vapor machines, mm-hmm. and um, vape I don't know what they're called. Vapes, vape the, pens. The people just call yeah. them vapes, and um, they were they were outlawed at yes. some point, and um, because of all the people that were dying, I'll probably cut out that last part because that's yes. sad. But um, well, the warfare that is um, that like is relying on this like microwave emitter technology. It's called directed energy weapon, a do, which when I say here do, I'm like, 
it's a dew, dew, like a dewdrop, like a bunnies and fairies and stuff. Dewdrops, like that's not very, like you know, oh, it doesn't scary. sound very harmful, like a major weapon of warfare. But um, they aren't u- in use yet, so you know we can all breathe easier. Um, but we also find out that Scarecrow is dumping these toxins into the main water supply through a bo- broken pipe at Arkham Asylum. Contaminating a water supply is a major no-no. It's a major terrorist act. It's illegal. It is illegal. Do not do it. It involves intentional sabotage to a water supply system through chemical or biological warfare and infrastructure sabotage. It's it's really bad, bad news bears. You will go to prison. So don't don't do do that. I looked up a number of different... um, scenarios of poisoning water supplies but I won't go, I won't go into them here one of them might have involved LSD in the 60s it's interesting um, you can get that out there. Um, anyway we also see um, Roz Al Ghul and uh-huh. he's he's really the one pulling the strings and he plans to destroy Gotham and he mentions incidents throughout history where they have returned balance to the force. One of the instances that he references is the burning of Rome, which was a real incident that happened. And so he's basically taking credit for the burning of Rome. Um, It happened in 64 AD. Emperor Nero intentionally set fire to the city, burns up, and burns for nine days. And now... um, you know, obviously, we would put out the fires much, much quicker. We have fire, you know, fire engines, all that. They had these water chariots at the time to fight fire, which were relying on the aqueducts that ran throughout the city, um, which I think was really cool. So Rome was kind of pivotal in the development of water infrastructure, though, um, through aqueducts, which we've already talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's cool. Water-related fact there. I'm going um, to need that donut. Mm-hmm. I need to eat that donut. Yeah, yeah, go for it. My blood sugar. Um, a snack. I've only got a half a page more, so it's not, we're not, you know, it won't be too much longer. But while you're talking, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a few more facts about. I'm going to cut my microphone off. While you're eating, I'm going to tell you a few more facts about aqueducts. So Rome's first aqueduct was built in 312 B.C., and it was off of the Appian Way or the Aqua Appia, and it supplied a water fountain at the city's cattle market, just like the stockyards at Fort Worth. Um, and they created this infrastructure to supply the city's growing population. And our population here in Fort Worth is growing at a rate of 1,100 people a day, and it's expected to double by 2050. So that's a lot of water that we're going to need for the amount of people that we're going to have here in North Texas. So by the third century AD, literally thousands of years ago, the city had 11 aqueducts sustaining a population of over a million Romans and a water extravagant kind of economy. Um, they had like these water baths, they had flushing, they had like, you know, actual flushable toilets. Um, they had, uh, you know, steam heated showers. So, um, so they were kind of extravagant with their water use. But it's amazing to me that the problem of water and population growth is spanning like millennia. Like that was something that they worried about in ancient Rome. And it's still something that we're, that we're trying to work out today. But the aqueducts were under the overall care and governance of a water commissioner. So it's called a curator aquarium. So I feel like we should just start calling ourselves curator aquarium. Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a curator aquarium. I think that's so cool. 
anyway, um, so engineering is really cool. I'm amazed that these magnificent structures are still in use today. But back to Batman Begins. During the final scene with Batman and Ra's al Ghul, the microwave emitter is being transported by the train that baby Batman's father built. And much like the Roman aqueducts, Gotham's um, water mains lead back to the city center. So this means that it starts vaporizing the water supply as the train progresses. And we know that water and roads are kind of inextricably linked and sometimes water mains break. So if you ever do see water mains exposed or broken or water, you know, broken water mains um, or water spewing into the air or steam spewing into the air, then call the water department and report it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not sure what Gotham's customer service number is, but I know a lot of people were probably calling being like, you know, there's water coming out of the, or there's, there's like steam coming out of the manholes. And I'm sure they were like losing pressure and everything yeah. because, you know, their water supply is being vaporized. Um, so yeah, it was kind of ca catastrophe. But our customer service number is 817-392-4477. Anyone that breathed in the contaminated vapors would kind of start to hallucinate. So I'm sure that like, the CDC or the Office of Emergency Management was probably on call. They were probably receiving calls too. And I think that the real hero of Batman Begins is actually the city staff members. Like we've got, mm -hmm. you know, Commissioner Gordon. He's a city staff member. We've got the water department there that's like monitoring the, the water pressure and saying like, we've got to take care of this problem. And... Then we've got like, you know, the health department that's probably there. We see all these different departments working together to, you know, save Gotham City. So yeah. I really think that they're the actual heroes. They're the actual yeah. heroes, the public servants. Right. Mm -hmm. So Gary Oldman, old, Gary Oldman shows up again and he blasts the train, um, the little pillars that hold up the train with the Batmobile missiles. And he effectively saves the day. So without city staff members... Gotham would be no more. <laughs> um, that's all I have. That's all you have. That's all I have. I think I, there's that's a it? lot of different, yeah, a lot <laughs> of references to water. I think it's a great water movie, water related <clears throat> movie. There's so many things that you can tie back to cool things about water. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple of notes to wrap up. Yeah. Go for it. Um, you, you, so you guys know that I didn't really like this movie. And I just want to say The Crow. Now there's a revenge superhero movie that I can get behind. The Crow. The Crow. Tell me why that's... the why, why it's, Have you ever seen it? I've seen it, yes. And I know Bruce Lee's son died in it. Yeah, Brandon Lee. Mm -hmm. In the movie. Yep. Just morbid. They didn't they don't show it. Right, but, right, right. Mm -hmm. But... He died on set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Filming it. Tragically. Because someone had real bullets in the gun, right? Well, it's a long story. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. it's okay. Well, um, so why is that a good, that's a good revenge? That's just what this I isn't, like. So Batman's not really about revenge, His whole though. He's just there based about, on revenge. No, it's about justice. And even, even little Rachel Dawes says that you're what you're talking about is revenge, which is about personal gain, what you need to do you, like what you need to be doing is focusing on justice. And that's what drives his whole motivation. 
in the future. And that's why he never killed. You don't see Batman killing anyone. Let me try it. Let me try that. Because he doesn't want to kill. He doesn't want to hurt people. He just wants justice. Let me try this again. The Crow. <laughs> now, there's a movie that I like to watch. And you can't argue with that. Well, I can't um, argue with your opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good there's movie. There's a lot of I water like in The Crow. Uh, it's raining all the time. Yes, it is. Um, uh, my next thing is uh, Katie Holmes is a terrible actor. Uh, she delivers her lines like she's she in a acted, school play. She acted like she was in love with Tom Cruise for <laughs> seven years. So yeah, I think she's she pretty good. Acted like he wasn't crazy. So I think um, she's pretty doing a pretty good job. Katie Holmes, you're 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 all right. <laughs> Uh, what else did you hate uh, about this movie? Let's see. Um, I just wanted to list some other movies from 2005 that I think oh, probably okay. I'd probably rather watch. Shoot. Um, Chicken Little. You'd rather watch Chicken Little? Herbie Fully Loaded. Okay. Uh, I've Wallace never and, seen that. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. All right. Some more animated, like. Harry Potter and the Goblin of Fire. Oh, I've yeah, absolutely. I agree with that one, hundred percent. Brokeback Mountain. Have you seen uh, Goblet of Fire? Yeah, I have seen it. Oh yeah, Brokeback Mountain is the last one. Yeah, great movies. Um, let's see. Oh, I said this movie's just a bunch of British people. Was he with Ledger in the yep. movie with Batman? Yeah, he yeah, was. He was yeah, he was, Joker. yeah, he was Joker. Was Sorry, I, like I, for a minute either. I was like, what? Was he? But yeah, he was. <sighs> I don't like that Batman movie. Uh, well, you chose to do this episode. I am not like I, I feel like you, you. Well, you came in all hot asking about. Well, I, saying that Batman has a lot to do with water. And, I, it did. It did. I mean, it did have could, a lot of references to I think it. I told right? you up front weeks right? ago that I don't like Batman. True. True. Um. Let's see. Well, I'm sorry. How many? tortured you with yeah. this episode, but <laughs> I gave it five gallons of water. If we're going to do the bags of popcorn thing that we did in the movie one, yeah. um, I gave it five gallons of water. Five gallons of water. I gave it one bag of popcorn. <laughs> That's all my notes. Cool. That's it. Is that all you have? You had a bunch of more like highlighted stuff. No, that was um, for the ancient mythology one. And oh. there were there were mentions oh. in there where I was like, it might come up. Well, that was highlighted for my ancient mythology one, but um, yeah. So there were things in there that are references to water. Oh, and um, I, if they came up, I wanted to be able to be like, oh yeah, and um, also this. The, but yeah, that's why you had two separate stacks. Yeah, because uh, I had uh, Melvin, already Melvin Tuttle or Mervin Merlin Merlin Tuttle Merlin Tuttle. Yes, which is an amazing name, Merlin um, Tuttle. He has a, um, I was listening to a bat podcast um, um, called Ologies. They have some oh, yeah. episodes of Chiropterology, and he was on, and <gasps> no I way. just. And he I, was interviewed? He has two interviews. Yeah, they did a two-part series because there was so much to talk about, and I love that podcast. So yeah, I was listening good. to the bat one, and he had a number of really good things to say about bats. Oh, that's cool. I got to listen to that. Yeah. Is it one of the late, one of the newest ones? Um, it's newer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's within the last few episodes. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for allowing me to review <laughs> Batman Begins for my last episode ever. Yeah, well, this is probably won't be your last episode. Thanks everybody for listening to, yeah. uh, the first episode of Drippy's Drive-In <laughs> featuring Batman Begins. 
and tune in next time. What are you going to review next time for Drippy's Drive-In? Sahara? Mission Impossible? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Something The Crow? (laughs) No. I'm going to have to. I don't want to put it on record. I'm going to have to discuss it with everybody. Gotcha. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thanks, Jillian. No problem. um, Typing all those notes. No problem. (laughs) 